God said, your season has come. Your time has come. In Kichi, God said, I should tell you, your time has come. In the name of Jesus. Come, let me do something spiritual. I want you to sit on this chair. I pray over your life. I change your seasons in the realms of the spirit. May God give you joy. May your expectation come to pass. I don't know where your pleasant places has been denied, but I pray in the name of Jesus, you will be celebrated. In Kechigon said, I should tell you, I don't know. But I'm trusting God that less than 21 days, Jehovah will bring beauty into your life. You will testify of the goodness of God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Put your hands together whilst you take a seat back. Amen. God will change your story too, in Jesus' name. Let's go to the book of Luke. Thank you. Something, a friend used to say, something a big will happen to you. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let's go to the book of John, Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. It's a long reading. We'll just read it and we'll see what God will do. Amen. You guys are looking wonderful. Amen. It's good to see all of you guys and everybody. Amen. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. It's a long reading. You know the story, but I want you to, I want us to extrapolate some things and share. Thank you. Um, Luke 15, verse 11. Jesus continued. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he, ha- he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there were severe farming, there was severe farming in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to the citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pots that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's high servants have food to spare? And here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. 
So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, the father saw him and was filled with his with compassion for him. And he ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he, when he came near the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of his servants and asked what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has, because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat, so I would celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who had squandered your property with prostitute, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, You are always with me and everything I have with yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is dead. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to minister on the second part B of the part two. Uh, I couldn't finish the whole part two last week on divine alignment. Say to your neighbor, divine alignment. Come on, say divine alignment. So I'm not calling this part three. I'm calling it part two B. Amen. One of the things I want to share with you very quickly is the fact that alignment is is very, very important in our life. And anytime you want to see the glory of God in our life, we have to be able to consciously uh, subject our whole being to align with the destiny of of God concerning our life. And I said to us that alignment is the organization of activities or systems so that they match or fit well together. And I did emphasize that the kind of alignment required of us as Christians uh, can't just happen because by default, we are in a world where goodness cannot just appear, but evil just appear automatically by a default setting. So I want you to understand that this alignment I'm, th- I'm talking about is not just going to happen. It requires uh, this level of consciousness of the individual to come to the realization that this is what I need to do. And one exert all their energy to make sure that we align with the word of God concerning our life. When I say the word of God has... Uh, what I want you to, because of the intensity and the gravity of the specificity that the word of God has got, it, it is to say that it is not just reckless or haphazardly. It is, it is definite and it is definitive. 
And I want you to understand that when the word of God is specific, it means that it requires certain specific alignment. And if it has got a level of specific alignment, then one must understand that there is this definiteness of his word. It has got clear, explicit preciseness of its appearance which means that when God wants you to come he's not saying go or stand still he's very definite and very specific he's not ambiguous anytime there is a level of ambiguity he tries to use the same word to bring clarity into our life if God told Abraham he said I want you to move from your father's house onto a place I the Lord will show you it is not to say that stay in a certain corner of your house and I will bless you. No, it said move from your father's house onto a place I the Lord have appointed designated for you. So God is very precise. Tell your neighbor God is precise. And I told you that in in First Chronicles chapter, chapter Second Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen, it said that I my, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then. That makes it a conditional statement. It said, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. The propensity of the healing is predicated upon our forgiveness. Precious one, God is going to hear your cry today because heaven has decided to position you that you will encounter the graciousness of God. The text we just read, I told you last week that Jesus Christ showed this parable, so to speak. He made an illustration and he said that when he explained it, it really baffles my mind to understand that he said the master was God. And I said to myself, how can God allow the son to say, give me my portion? And immediately the Lord just split into two and gave the son what? belongeth unto him. And I told you that everybody under the sound of my voice, God has given us free will. He has given us choice. We have the objectivity and we have the subjectivity. You can decide to say that I have decided to pin to pin myself under the oracle of God, under the word of God. And everything that happens around me, I am not going to be bothered. Or you can say, I want to try everything and make a decision. But somebody under the sound of my voice, when you gave your life unto God, you decided to follow one God, not two God, but you decided to follow Jehovah. And if you have decided to follow Jehovah, then I want you to understand that you have made a good choice. Tell your neighbor you have made a good choice. Oh, free will, some of you, you have to understand that God has allowed certain things to happen in your life. Certain decisions you took. He's got the power to stop you, but he has not stopped you yet. Because you've got a free will. I pray into the life of somebody today that the spirit of the same to be able to discern physical things connecting them into the realms of the spirit. To see their accuracy and their effect before you undertake them in the name of Jesus. Joshua chapter 24 verse 15 it said and if it seems evil unto you 
to serve the Lord. Uh, Joshua made a statement. He said, if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, uh, choose you this day whom you will serve. Uh, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side. Help me with baby, please. On the other side of the flood. Or the gods of the Amorite. In whose land you dwell, but for me, come on, say, but for me. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you must make this decision. The reason why you have to make this decision is that every decision has got a replication. Every decision you take has got something awaiting for you. That is why whatever we choose, we have to understand that whatever we choose, there is an expectation for us. When you go to the university and you choose a course, that can easily be done. There is an expectation you have on it. If you want to become a medical scientist, there is also an expectation that means that there is a requirement there is a prerequisite that you have to meet and if you are not ready to meet that standard then you are not ready to do that course when we decided to follow God we made up our mind as Joshua made a choice it said as for me and my household we are ready to go and pay the price every decision you choose there is a price to pay and the price you pay determines the interest you get. I pray that today you will not get the price that you are not expecting the outcome of it. I pray over your life today that God is about to empower you to pay the price of your expectation. That your expectation shall not be falling short in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, oh there is an expectation. Say to your neighbor there is an expectation. I want to talk about the second point. The second point I want you to understand in Luke chapter 15 verse 21. Why is there an expectation? In Luke chapter 15 verse 25, the Bible said, Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he had music and dance. I want you to understand that you can't stay under the rulership, the dictatorship and the governance of God and you will still be in the house. The Bible said the elder son was in the field. Come on, see the field. <laughs> the field is not a place for joke. Oh, some of you may think the elder son was wicked. But we live in the world where if you don't jump into that expectation and deliver what is expected of you at the higher level, if the grace of God doesn't appear for you, you will be in your lowest level to the day you die. I want somebody under the sound of my voice to understand. If you stay in the house of God, if you are under the alignment of God. You are not going to sit and put your hands in between your thighs. You will go to the field. And when you go to the field, they talk about hard moment. They talk about certain times you will feel like saying to yourself, should I even go back home and relax? When people were eating and drinking in the house, there are some of us that the grace of God we have aligned ourselves into the destiny of God. And we are fighting day and night. We are on our field moment. And because we are in our field moment, we are fighting with lions and bears. Ah, precious one, I want you to understand that when you align yourself 
with God. There are some things you will encounter in the field. The Bible said that Jacob's blessing was not in the house. Oh, Esau's blessing was not in the house. The Bible said, Isaac said to Esau, he said, go into the field. When you come back, you will receive a blessing. Tell your neighbor your blessing comes from the field. Oh, the field is unpleasant place. The field is when God tells you to do things. And sometimes you want to sleep. But the master wants you to be awakened to go to the field. He said the harvest is ripe. Where does the harvest come from? It comes from the field. I don't know who I came here for. But maybe you have some people eating and drinking. Don't worry. Don't worry. In divine alignment with God. Nobody is exempted from the field. Everybody goes to the field. The, elder, the younger son is back. He may be eating and drinking, but it's just a matter of time. He will still go to the field. Because if you align yourself with God, you must go to the field. Tell your neighbor, go to the field. What does the field mean? It means your appropriated place of activity. Some of you, you are singers. Some of you, your field are prayer warriors. Some of you, your field are servants. Some of you, your field, the field is a place where you will not feel comfortable. The field is a place where your spirituality will begin to fight your humanity. The field is a place when what you want is not what she cared. It looked as if all hell is breaking loose. But the God who sent it to the field, he has provided you with a shield. He said, I want you to understand Jacob. He said what? He said, he said Job. I want you to do whatever you want to do. But I don't want you to touch him in a certain way. God said, I should tell you, nobody of him die on the field. It may look as if you are going to die. But tell your neighbor, you shall not die but you shall leave to show for the goodness of God say in the house will take you to the field and working in the field is a hard work aligned to the Lord calls for complete and total obedience to all his word when the son, the eldest son came back. He said, this was the one who disobeyed you. In a place of disobedience, there is no alignment. Tell your neighbor, obey. The field, you don't partially go to the field with double-mindedness. Oh, come on, see the field. It is a difficult place to be. That is why God said, I will not leave you, nor forsake you, but I will be with you at all time. You feel like backing out, but God said, I should tell you, don't back out. Some of you, your field may be your marriage. Some of you, your field will be your education. Some of you, your field will be your connection with somebody. I want you to understand that when destiny locates you, you must work in the field. In Luke chapter 22 verse 42. The Bible says, Father, if you are willing, Kabadose, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but your will be done. The field 
is the place where Jesus got to. And the Bible says his humanity began to fight his divinity. I want you to understand that when things become so difficult, when things become so burdensome, when things become so atrocious, when things become so painful, please remember there is one thing you gotta check. You gotta check whether I am in the will of God or I am outside the will of God. Divine alliance bring divine provision. Divine alliance brings war. Divine provision. When you are in divine alliance, you begin to ask yourself, why am I even doing this? That is a question you ask yourself. And there is only one answer. It said, the Lord told me to war, to do it. Jesus said, when I am in the field, I do nothing the Father has not commanded me. Precious one, which field are you in? I spoke to you last week about the pleasureness that comes with people who have not aligned themselves to be active in the field. It comes with so much joy. And every now and then when you see somebody laughing, get to know that if you are not, they have not been aligned to the purpose of God, sorrow awaited for them on the other side. In the field, that is when in the field, you exchange something. Tap your neighbor and say, go to the field. <laughs> there are two places you can go. Look at me. There are what? Two places you can go. You can either go to the field or you recklessly spend what you have. If you stay in the house, you will go to the field. If you don't stay in the house... You will go out of the house and you will be spending recklessly. When you stay in the house, the Bible said the youngest one went and do what pleases him. He has some, some things he had to gratify. Some pleasures, lusts of the flesh, desires that are not remoted and controlled by divine remotes. He wanted to do what he wanted to do as and when he wanted to do it at any time, anyhow. But if you stay in the house, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, the Bible said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself a war for me. If you want to align yourself with God, you are exchanging your will for the will of God. Praise God. <laughs> there are things that I can do. There are things I see others doing. It has surrounded me, encompassed me. But I've made up my mind, I want to obey God. Jesus said, if it be possible, because he has come into contact with what others are doing and what he has been called to do. Precious one, if you want to align yourself with the purpose of God, your will must disappear. When a human being look at you with your kind of eyes, they will, how many, uh, uh, if you have not come to this point, 
then you have not intensified yourself with your work with God. There are certain decisions you take, they will tell you you are mad. In English term, we call it, your decision has got a high propensity of senselessness. It is not it is not in the realm of understanding. That is why God said, I should tell those of us who are aligning ourselves with the purpose of God in anticipation of who are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. He said, I should tell you that if, oh my God, my God, you don't understand what I'm talking about. He said, I should tell you that what I am about to do in your life, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has they enter into the heart of any man. The thing that I've got in store for you, because you have chosen to align yourself with my mandate. You have no idea. If you want to see the divine provision of God in your life, where you will begin to have the little oil. Where you will begin to have your little oil and your little flour multiplying. You come to the place where you lose your desire. The Bible said that God, that is why I want to tell you this. Don't stop giving. Don't deny yourself and deprive yourself of giving on the premise that you don't have. Our alignment to God reveals God Himself. When you are, we are, listen, because we are ascending our will. Be with me, I'm finishing up. Anybody who has got a will, it is their will that they execute. So if you meet somebody, the Bible said the son, he went out and he, he intensified his reckless spending. That was his will. Be with me. So he had a will that he wanted to manifest. But when you stay in the house, it is not the son, the elder son has got a will. But we don't see that will because he has subjected that will under the will of the father. That is why I am able to look at what you are doing. And if I don't see God in this, I can tell you this is not the will of God. I have to finish it. Divine alignment requires completeness, absoluteness, and the totality of the believer to surrender their whole being, body, soul, and spirit in order to for heavenly purpose to be mandated on earthly realm. That is why Joseph, a young man of his scattle, his status, the Bible said that looking at the way he has been lonely, if you're a man, you understand me. He has been deprived in many dimensions. A beautiful woman called Potiphar's wife, hoping herself unto this man. But the Bible said, he said, no, 
I will not sin against my God and I will not sin against my master. The names he mentioned was to tell you that I have something I can do. But because of the will of my master and my will, the will of my heavenly father and my master, I have decided to let go. What are you letting go because of heavenly purpose? Sometimes I look at myself and I say to myself, Sometimes, do you know what I could have gained? Do you know what I could have gotten? Do you know what you could have gotten? If you could do the same thing others are doing, just for the momentary time. The Bible said the current affliction that you are going through cannot be compared with the glory that God is about to reveal. Because of time, let me just rush you. I saw a young lady not too long ago. I saw this lady. I met her to 20, 2011. When she visited this church through another member. She was so beautiful. From, the, from her automos to her gatamos. From her top to her down. Her walkings were so splendid. She was so beautiful. Come on, say the word beautiful. She was so beautiful that even beauty could confirm and affirm that she was beautiful. She had a, a, a daughter at a very tender age. She could be in her 20s. She had a little girl. And the little girl was also very beautiful. This lady was not committed to church. And sometimes in her language, she uses language Islam making look as if coming to the church was a problem. I saw this girl. After many years after, after many years after, I met the same girl about three weeks ago. That beauty has have been anacazzled by the devil. Precious one, be careful when you see others moving fast. Don't worry about people going fast. Be worried about yourself. He said, God said, I should tell you. The young boy has so much prostitutes. The word prostitute means you get it when you want, as and when you want it, because you have what it takes to get it. Some of us, we don't do some things because Paul said, necessity has been placed upon me. Divine alignment sometimes will make you feel like you have lost your mind. Praise the Lord. Most of the wrong decisions always doesn't produce their immediate effect instantly. But later, when sometime it could be too late to notice how wrongful they are. That even sometimes you will not be able to mark them that it was this wrong decisions that caused her. In Proverbs chapter 14 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12. The Bible said there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. I like what the message translation says. It said there is a way of life that look harmless enough. Look again, it leads straight to hell. Verse 13 says, sure, those people appear to be having good time, but all that laughter will end 
in outbreak. Divine alignment called for divine discipline. This boy came back and said, Lord, what have you... Listen, let me tell you this. In the world of divine alignment, if the chief master doesn't intervene, you will be broke for the rest of your life. Assuming the boy came home to meet his brother, do you think he would have gotten the pleasureness of what he had granted? In a world in which we live in, those who seek God will find him. I have never read my Bible in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. He says seek and you will find. He never says seek and somebody will find. He never said ask and somebody will receive. He said ask and ye shall receive. He said when you knock, these are things that are done on the field. If you don't invest into the field business, you gain nothing. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11. He said when the sentence, he said when the sentence for crime is not quickly carried out, people's hearts are filled with schemes to do wrong. He said when the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the heart of people are filled with schemes to do wrong. The message translation says, because the sentence against evil deeds is so long in coming, people in general think they can get by with murder. Today I am here to tell you, in Isaiah chapter 31 verse 11, or one. It's a war to them that go down to Egypt for help. Stay on the horses. Trust in chariots. Because they are many. And in horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the only one of Israel. Neither seek the Lord. I like it when he went on in Isaiah chapter 66 verse 8. He said who has ever heard such a thing? Who has ever seen these things like this? Can a country be born in a day? Or a nation be brought forth in a moment? Yet as soon as Zion labored, does she give birth to her children? I want you to understand today, divine alignment sometimes will cost you. But don't give up. I said to somebody, don't give up. In John chapter 6, verse 66 to 68. It said, from this time, many of these disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked 12 disciples. Simon Peter answered, as a Lord, to whom shall we go to? You have the words of eternal life. Precious one, life is not just in this momentary term. But in its futuristic. It is more in the future than in the present. I am here to tell somebody. Don't be caught up with the pleasureness. And the joy that comes in the momentary time. I am here to tell you that God is calling us. Into a place of alignment. In building the church. And helping support the business of the church. Helping build our marriages. There are men who could fornicate. 
But because they have aligned themselves to the word of God, they decided to hold on. And I want you to understand, those who are messing around, do not intoxicate yourself with them. Wait for your appointed time. God said, I should tell you, when you align yourself with God, it's just the equivalent of dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, and you will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I prophesy upon your life that you will say, Of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. In God will I trust. Precious one, it pays to align yourself with God. Stand on your feet, somebody. Stand on your feet. Jesus was God. He could have been born anywhere. But the Bible says he was born in a manger. Just to align his, himself with divine mandate. I am here to tell somebody. It's about time you come back. The Bible said when the man came back to himself. Look at me. The Bible said that no man gave to him. Because no man can give to him. It's only the father. The good thing about this prodigal son was that when he came back, the father took him back. Today, God is calling somebody back to the place of alignment. I don't think you heard what I said. I said, God is calling you back to the place of alignment. And if you are ready to align yourself, to the dictatorship and rulership of heaven. God will bring beauty into your ashes. God will turn your mourning into dancing. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you this story then I finish it. Look at me. A man in Nigeria. He was. He had some difficulty walking. So he crawled on the floor. He was not educated. All his co colleagues were being educated. He said he spent seven years begging on the roadside. That it happened he wanted to go to school. He went to school. And one day his teacher called him. And told him that this was not the place for him. He said why? He said when you were entering the school what did you see? He said, I saw the security man. He said, what else? He gave so many. I saw student entering. He said, what else? No problem. He said, didn't you see those who could not walk sitting at the gate begging? He said, yes, I saw them. He said, what is it? He said, that is, not, that is your place. Classroom is not your place. They told him that go home and learn how to walk. He left school. And he went to practice. If you want, I'll send that video somewhere so that you watch. This man had a stick. And he said he went, I think over a year, he was learning how to walk with the sticks. And that is all he was doing until he mastered. He went to university. When he went to university, by the grace of God, he completed. He said, I completed not with a second class, but a first class. On the way of aligning yourself with the purpose of God, many will tell you that you are wrong. He said, though your beginning may be small, yet your latter 
shall be greater. I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice as I finish. Do not worry about the beginning of people. A builder went to build a building the sun and some build on the rock. But it's just a matter of time. The storm will come. Put your hand on your forehead. I want to pray for you. I pray for you today. That you will no more be caught up with those who are running fast. But you will align yourself with purpose, the purpose of heaven. You will align yourself with the word of God to reveal the glory of God. I pray over your life today. Every day situation of yours that have been put in the tomb. I pray that may your season of resurrection come. As it were in the days of Jesus. That many will marvel at your appearance. In the name of Jesus. I speak life into your death situation. That your situation is going to be aligned with purpose. According to the mandate of God. You are blessed and highly favored. In Jesus' name. Amen.